Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. From B105 in Cincinnati, it's the Jesse and Anna Podcast. I've got new neighbors that have yeah. moved in. I have not met them yet. I know they're there because their cars are parked next in the driveway. And I've seen somebody sitting on the front porch, but I won't make eye contact. Oh, gosh. But I'm already like, I don't want to be that neighbor. My grass is a little long right now. Okay. And their grass, everybody else's is mowed. And I'm like, they're going to think, oh, we got this lazy bum living next door. Well, you know what could help with that is if you were you did the neighborly thing. Since you're already there and they're new, it's actually your job to go over and introduce yourself. Are you serious? Instead of... Well, you're avoiding eye contact. You're worried about what they'll think of your law, and they probably already <laughs> think you're antisocial. They were on the porch, and you uh, just avoid. I li- like oh, clearly man. they're new, so they it's your new. job to be like, oh. hey, or just literally to just say, hey, how's it going, or even just to if you see them out, hey, I'm Jesse. Now, now that's different. If they're the out about if it if it's a convenient situation for me, I will walk up to them. Like and be if like, they're Hi. on the porch and if you're outside, I would well, say that's that convenient. Well, that requires walking onto the property and all the things. But if they're out in the driveway or the yard or something like that, I'll flip that that little radio extrovert Jesse. switch on a mind and be like, <laughs> hey, hey, haven't had a chance to meet you yet. I'm your neighbor. I'm Jesse. What's your guys' names? Where'd you move from? I'll do all those things. Yeah, it doesn't have to be anything crazy, just enough to just say who you are. But if Something about them. Like, I don't see myself being able to walk across under their oh yard up to the front door. Let's say they're indoors and knocking on the door and enter. Like, welcome to the neighborhood. And bring them some cookies or something. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the welcome wagon. You know, when I was a kid, my mom had uh, me and my sister do that when we got a new neighbor once. And it was so really? awkward. Like, we were so embarrassed. And we're like, here you go. We what are some Jesse things I could bring my neighbors? Like a bag of beaver nuggets and... Uh, <laughs> Some cooked chicken. <laughs> Wait, what you make them a cheese? chicken broccoli like rice casserole? Like, oh yes. Yeah, I made you dinner. I yeah. Figure you probably don't have I everything unpacked. Brought my favorite meal over: chicken, broccoli, and rice. And a uh, um, bottle of barbecue yes. sauce. Yes. <laughs> Can you imagine? I'd be like, uh, thank you. <laughs> Thanks. If I was them, I'd probably throw it out. I'd be like, like that oh. looks like a meal prep meal. That's weird. <laughs> it's just even in a meal prep container. container. Yeah, you're like, just bring the containers back. I had a spare. <laughs> I feel like after all this conversation, I feel like I have to go over there and say hi to them I think it's your job. You are the one welcoming them into the neighborhood. All right. If I go over there, I'll record record it. I'll let them know it's recorded (laughs) after the fact. You're only making it worse. for Now you're going to be weird. Well, I got to turn into a radio thing to give me the the bravery. (laughs) I got to turn into rusty tack to do these things. All right. This is tough. Uh, Yeah. Because I had that one neighbor across the street I haven't talked to in over 10 years. (laughs) (laughs) I forgot about that. I know. (laughs) All right. I'll give you an update, okay? Sure. Kelsey Ballerini, right in the middle of her show last night, walked off stage because somebody threw a bracelet through the air and it hit her in the eye. Yeah. And she's right in the middle of a song. She stopped singing. She turns around. The um, One of her backup singers, one of her bandmates, walks over, takes a look at her eye. And after like 30 seconds, she just Kelsey just walks off stage. And then she does a, a post last night and she's ba- basically like, listen, 
uh, I'm okay. I'm fine. Somebody threw a bracelet, hit me in the eye. It scared me. I was a little shooken up. So I took a little bit of time, walked off the stage, calmed down. I came back. You know, so just be careful. Don't don't be throwing things. Yeah, I would have if I was hurt. I would have struggled to keep it together. That's that would make you angry. Or how about the other? It was the other day when a fan threw their mom's ashes. Yeah. Up on stage during a Pink concert in London, but Pink kind of now ashes is a little bit different, and it didn't actually hit Pink. It just landed up on stage. And let's be clear: um, when you say ashes. Like her mother's ashes, like her mom died right. and was cremated. But, but to be even more clear than that, it's not like the ashes, Pink was not walking around in a cloud of the mom's ashes. Like it was a bag of ashes. It was in a bag, yeah. Yes. Yeah. And then Pink, which again, it didn't hit her, but she saw it land on stage, kind of picked it up and was like, is this your, is this is this your, your mom uh, mom's ashes? She's like, I'm not sure how I feel about this. But then Set she like down. gently placed it next to the speaker so it could finish out the Something. concert. Something. I don't know. There's got a line drawn with that that's it's still like a like a dead person right um <laughs> i mean i don't want that? i don't want anybody throwing ashes at me like no i mean you know disney has all these rules because people we're bringing ash. are bring their 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 loved ones that pass away yeah. and they're like okay we're gonna go on splash mountain here let's uh as we're going through the little splash mountain world let's go ahead and just drop a uh, granddad off here Release the, uh, and it happens a lot or like the haunted mansion at disney yeah like workers have to go up there and vacuum these things up oh. and sweep these things up and it's like i think it's in their rules too like disney has a thing i don't remember exactly what it is but i think they have some sort of um procedure for something like that so you if can you honor a family member i don't even remember what it is but yeah. because they were like, people are doing it on their own. So let's give you an out, uh, uh, and like an outlet, <laughs> an outlet to do it. You need to get rid of uncle Jim somewhere. Yeah. I, I mean, I get it. I, I'm not, I don't see anything wrong with, you know, like honoring your family members that way, but maybe the, the ocean is a good place or like, I don't know, go out to a field or something. If it's in public, that's where the lines feel a little blurry to me, but I guess, um, I, I don't plan to be cremated. I'm going to be buried in tax somewhere. I, I've yet to. I guess it's going to be in Iowa. So uh, just. Really? Uh, I'm so Do sorry you you're going to have to come that? over there to visit me. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> sorry, am I getting ahead of myself? No. Yeah, you are. I would want to be cremated, but really, I don't want anyone to throw me up on stage. No. No, <laughs> you don't. <laughs> I don't know. Not even at a Morgan Wallen show or a Lady Wilson. Or like, do, do whatever you want. I don't even care. All right. Well, I'll, I'll, I guess I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> we'll see who goes first. Jesse and Anna's Truth Jar. Every day we take a question out of our truth jar. It's just filled up with all different kinds of questions. And then Jesse and I take turns on who has to answer. It is your turn, Jesse. What is something you thought would never happen to you, but it did? Um, this is easy working in radio. Yeah. I, I, I grew up in Iowa and I have an identical twin brother, me and Joey. At, we, we at first wanted to be singers. Um, we had a little duo that we named uh, Side by Side. Yes. We sang, we sang a couple songs. You may have heard some of the Christmas carols. Yes. Do you hear what I hear? And Oh, yeah. Holy Night. Yeah. Um, we had aspirations of that, but no, we quickly thought, like, I, I just remember listening to the radio thinking, that is so cool. 
And then we would like call the radio station and win and play all these contests. Yeah. I mean, me and Joey were racking up long distance phone bills. <laughs> like it was 25 cents a minute or something yeah. like that. And my parents are like, you have to start paying that. And I'm like, I'm 14. <laughs> and yeah. anyway, I just, I was, I don't know. It, when you're from a super small town and the next closest small town or the next closest big town, I guess, is like uh, Davenport, Iowa. Yeah. Like the Quad Cities, which is in Iowa and Illinois, is about the size of, I don't know, like um, Lexington. Yeah. So that in comparison. But it's not like a Cincinnati. It's not like any of that. But anyway, I felt like I had no connection to that industry, to radio. I didn't know who to talk to. None of that. I was just a kid that had like average grades in high school. Right. I remember I was so bored. We lived out in the country and I'd have my little headphones on. I'd be walking through. I just remember clearly walking through the ditch. I don't know why I was in the ditch. Walking through the ditch. Maybe I was like mowing the yard for my dad. And the out, we we're out in the country. We had big ditches to mow. Oh. And I was so bored. And I was just like, oh, that'd be so cool. But I, I don't know how to do it. Because you would always hear, it's not what you know. It's who you know. Yeah. And I go, well, I don't know. Every person I know lives in a small town. My dad, we live on a farm. My mom is a secretary at a waste management place. Like, how am I supposed to get into radio? Right. And how it happened is my stepmom started working with someone at the dental office where she worked in our small town. And that lady's husband was the afternoon DJ on the big radio station. And through that connection, we met him. And then me and Joey got an internship at 15 years old. And Which that is, is how it happened. And by 16, we were hired. And I just... It was not lost on me how big of a deal this was. Yeah. I just remember walking through the radio station feeling like, do they realize they hired us? Like <laughs> us, me and Joey? It is a little bit crazy that you guys were hired on so young. What did you do? Weekends? Overnight. Well, they started us out as like interns. So I came in for like a year or two every Tuesday afternoon at 430 for an hour and did free work. Okay. For an hour. <laughs> like, I literally swept the floor of the garage one time. And at one point, they brought all the CDs in that we played on the air. And they, I had to wash the CDs. Oh, my gosh. They were just trying to all find right. stuff. Yeah, they were just, but it was your way to I get your it. foot in the door. I was working with people that I looked up to. And mm -hmm. it was just like, man, they're going to figure this out eventually. But that's how it was. And uh, never, ever expected. There's still things that me and you and I do to this day in radio that... I'm like, why do I get to be the person that goes on stage to introduce whoever? Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Yeah. That blows still, my mind. That, like, so you still sometimes, because you've been doing radio now for over 20 years, right? 
20 years, over 20 years. Almost 25, yeah. Okay. So things still happen in radio that still blow your mind. Yes. You still can't believe that you are doing it. Yes. Like some of the things I've gotten to do, like I was in five years ago, pretty much today, I was in Iceland for the radio show, like doing the show in Iceland. Or it's crazy. You know, I remember we did a live broadcast at Pigeon Forge at the island a couple of years ago. And I was, I'm like, what? I cannot believe I'm doing this. This This is my job. I'm doing my show in Tennessee today. What? Yeah, it's just it happens, is. and then you, yeah. So it's not lost on me. Don't you ever wish you could go back to your young self before you were in radio and be like, "Hey, don't worry, it's gonna happen." Oh yeah, we're gonna like, get You're there. about to be so cool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that part. But. <laughs> well, don't ruin my dream. I was gonna Anna, say, okay. Part of my dream is that I turned out to be real cool. Time to bring you back down to oh, earth. No. no. Oh, <laughs> There's a new trend among Gen Z where they quit their job, but they film themselves quitting so that way they can post to social media and get likes and reactions and maybe go viral. I think it's stupid. Can I tell you that? Yeah, go ahead. I I just, it it kind of annoys me. I hate that there's, I'm torn because I live in a world where part of my, our job and radio is capturing interesting moments and talking about our lives and mm-hmm. yada, yada, yada. But I think there's certain things that don't need to be documented, certain things that don't need to be shared, especially if you're just like, I'm going to get so much attention if I share this. Okay. And I I agree with you to an extent, but I am going to play devil's advocate. The first thing that you said to me when I told you about this story off air is you were like, dang, I kind of wish I had you quit this pizza place when you were young and it was like a huge drama. You like went off and you're like, dang, I kind of wish I would have well, had that on film as a memory. As a me- Well, okay. <laughs> right? 100. Okay, so here's the story. <laughs> I worked at a pizza place in Iowa, a pizza and ice cream parlor. And I, uh, I had a little falling out with the new owners after a period of time and I quit in a blaze of glory. <laughs> I had, birds were flying, word, every word I could think of. I was screaming things. Yeah. Yada, yada, yada. I was just going off and it felt great. No confrontation, no non-confrontation problem for me there. Yeah. Um, But I would have loved to have had it filmed or audio recorded or something, but I would never, ever share, post the video except for radio, maybe. Exactly. Now, 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 that's why you wish you had it. But at the time, it was way too close to it happening. Yeah. Some people are doing this and instantly posting stuff up right away. And I'm like, that's crazy. Here is where I feel like it could backfire is, let's say in the future, they get a job and their potential employer sees online mm. them quitting their job in a ridiculous way, cussing yeah. and whatever. And then they're like, well, are you going to do that here? It, let's say that things don't work uh-huh. out here and you quit. Are you going to do, are you going to act like that? So that's the problem I see. But we film everything these days. I'm not saying that's right, but it's. It's just kind of the norm. I just, I don't know. I feel, I feel like if somebody knows that they're filming themselves, but the other person doesn't know, and they film themselves quitting, that person that is filming acts differently. They have they, an upper hand. They have an upper hand, and they, they, they all of a sudden, they know that they're going to be perceived a certain way, so they act a certain way for the camera, when in reality, that might not be the real story. I just, oh. I don't know. It feels manufactured, and it feels like just a look-at-me moment. I get it. Every now and then when there's like, let's say your supervisor has been treating you really poorly or something and you want to document it, I would say that's different. But this is just like, I mean, I'll get a viral video on TikTok if I do this. It's, yeah, I, I didn't even think of it that way. Let's say you're uh, the person that you're going to to quit doesn't know that you're filming and they maybe 
say something that they don't、yes. want to be filmed. But you, can, you just should always assume that as someone is watching. And that's illegal in a lot of, I don't know about Ohio, but there's certain places like both people have to know you're recording.、Um, there's some places where the, the other person doesn't need to where know. Where it doesn't matter, yeah.、Um, I don't know. I don't know about Ohio. It's but- probably just not a good idea. If you're filming something that isn't positive, yeah. then it's probably a bad idea. Unless you're going around burning bridges, then by all、no. means, have at it. You're on the right track. Yep. <laughs> A couple weeks ago, Jesse mentioned that his, it's your dining room, right?、Mm-hmm. His dining room is decorated with、um, a wine theme. Yeah.、Um, and this all stemmed because years and years and years ago, when you were in your 20s,、uh-huh. Uh, one of your co workers offered to help you decorate, and I don't know. She, no, no, no. She must have had、the、a wife. The wife of my boss. There we go. I was talking to my bo- boss. I'm like, I don't know how to decorate my, my apartment. He goes, My wife's an interior designer. In what year was this again?、Just、2004. 2004. That gives you an idea of what this looks like. <laughs>、um, and Jesse's just held on to all of that decor all these years. And he finally got a video up that you can see at JesseAnnaB105、yeah. on our Instagram page. And I think we counted eight pictures of wine, one of them being a giant wine tapestry. It's out of control. <laughs> It I, looks like. For almost the entirety that these things have been hanging up, I really haven't drank wine. I have in the last couple of years. I like wine, but I certainly couldn't justify it for the first 15 years that the wine portraits and the tapestry.、Yeah. The tap-、um, let's talk about the fact that I have a tapestry of, of just wine. <laughs> Anything.、Bottles. I, I'm a man who's 40 with a tapestry hanging up. Yeah. But it is of wine. I couldn't tell you anything about the wine. No. And multiple pictures of the wine are the same. It's like they took a stock photo and they put it there and then they also put it over on this、it's、thing. It's very 2000. It's very 2004. It was a thing when people would decorate their homes. They're like,、uh, I'm just going to decorate my home with a bunch of wine and grapes. It was like classy, I think it was supposed to、Can、be. I, when I moved into my house, I, I legit bought wallpaper. Oh, gosh. And、uh, like the tools to apply wallpaper. I thought I was going to put like a wine.、Uh, <laughs> Wait, like a border? A border. Not all the way down the wall, but like a little border around the top. I legit looked up the things I needed to put wine wallpaper up. And thank goodness. I was lazy and didn't do it.、Oh, I still have all the things though. Oh, no. I think I have the wallpaper. <laughs> You're like, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and get this house ready so I can settle down with my family. You know what stopped me? You know what stopped me? I realized my only idea of what design was was based on my parents and my mom mostly. Because、okay. my, mo- my mom. And then I had a best friend that lived with me for three months at my house. And he goes, Why is your house decorated like a grandma's house? <laughs> And I, I hit pause on everything. <laughs> like, oh my、oh、God. God. No wallpaper. Abort. This was wrong. Get rid of the grandma comforter.、Uh, I think my biggest question is why you haven't bothered to, not even、Whoa. that you redecorate the dining room,、yep. but you haven't bothered to just take down the wine photos.、Uh, 100% change, it,、uh, pure laziness. <laughs> like, I'm the guy for over 15 years, Anna. I had nothing hanging up on my walls in my living room. That all changed last year. I, I redid the whole living room. Everything is like pretty much redone in there. The living room looks it, nice. Brought、yeah. it, well, you should have seen the prison cell that it looked like before. <laughs> so now I'm working on my bedroom. 
We got a brand new mattress okay. in there. Okay. Things are making. I'm making changes. That's the, I guess the dining room's next. You know about the basement. Got that brand new bathroom. The down basement there. is pretty much done. It's brand right? new. Yeah, it's pretty it's, much done. Yeah. So I am making progress, but okay. it's it's hard as one person, and then you throw in a little laziness for me, and then things take a while. Oh, I get it. I mean, my apartment is it's a bunch of hand me down things, so I'm I have no room to talk. But um, I what, don't. <laughs> what am I gonna do with the tapestry? Do you want it? It, I, you know, I'm gonna pass on it. It might be time. Uh, I don't even know if Goodwill wants that. You know what? <laughs> Here's what I'm gonna do right now. I'm gonna that. step out on something here, and somebody's probably gonna give me a hard time for this, and I don't care. I posted that video. It's up on our Instagram right now at Jesse Anna B105. Yeah. First come, first serve. Anybody Stuff. that wants anything off those walls. Wait, are you? Are, is this for sale, or are we just giving I'm it away? I'm giving it away. Out of the kindness I, of your I, heart, because that's the easiest way to get rid of something is to offer for free. Okay. So choose. Your portrait or tapestry or picture. If you want the whole collection. You want the, I I would prefer to spread the wealth. Divvy it up. Okay. You know, just because there's six separate people that want something that's 19 years old. Mm -hmm. But Jesse Anna B105. Okay. I will give away the things on the wall of my living, uh, my uh, dining room. I don't need it. Well, I'll let everyone else have their pick and I'll just, I'll leave it for everyone else. I'm not going to be selfish and take it all. Wow. That's what that sounds like. (laughs) It's very right. stylish, so I'm sure people are going to be right. lining up. Jesse Anna B105. Uh, let me know. My email is jesse at b105.com. <laughs> first come, first serve. I don't want anybody to get like, their feelings hurt. What's my email? I'm not getting anything. Nobody has emailed me on <laughs> this. Earlier today, Stat from the Big Dave show, he went downtown and he went around the line of people that were waiting to buy merch for uh-huh. Taylor Swift. Yeah. Concerts this weekend, the big merch truck came through and people started lining up at, I think, 9.30 p.m. was the earliest last night. Oh, my god. When goodness. it didn't even open up until, like, later today. I mean, mm-hmm. that line was crazy. And so that's that's what's been on social media a lot. And I saw that Channel 12, uh, Annie Brown, she interviewed a woman who was covered in a blanket just a blanket covering her entire face and body. And then there was little glasses on her. She wanted to remain anonymous because she called off work in, Lu- in Louisville. And then she saw that the local news was going around interviewing people. So she's like, oh, great. I don't want to be caught on the news. So she put a blanket over Are you, so, to oh. disguise herself so work wouldn't find out that, no, she's not sick. She's just at Taylor Swift in Cincinnati. What I find funny about this is when people try to be anonymous, or I'll see them in documentary sometimes, and it's just like their shadow, but it's their real voice. I'd be like, that is definitely Karen. No, sorry, Karen, but in Karen hey. from, uh, you know, the business sec- department. Like, That's oh, what I wonder. Her voice wondered. sounds familiar. Because she did an entire interview, like, on the news. I watched it. It's oh my hilarious. Gosh. And the woman just said, like, yeah, she wanted to take her, uh, I think it was, like, her daughter or something to the concert. She's like, I've already seen Taylor in Nashville. <laughs> I wanted to come to Whoa. Cincinnati now. Just a super fan. It's so funny because she thought she might have just been completely ignored whatsoever, but then she put a blanket over her head. You got to figure out, like, what's a what would be another... Um, Outfit or disguise that you could wear. I gotta wonder. There's no real good like way around that, you is there? You remember when I put on that black wig? Yes. Like a few weeks ago, or a few months ago. Uh-huh. Uh I looked. I looked pretty different. And then if I had sunglasses on too, I don't know. What would you say? Uh, if you saw me out in public with that black wig on and some I would sunglasses, not know it's you. I would not. It, the the color you changing your hair color made that big of a difference. So it wow. and you could have fun with that. At a concert, all I'd have to do, all I'd have to do, is wear a shirt that's not like gray or blue. They'd be like, "I've never seen that guy in my life." <laughs> Who is this man? Because I always wear. Hey, you, by the way, have you noticed that this week 
Every shirt I've worn is not gray or blue. I have. Jesse's been wearing like reds and pinks and salmon. What orange. color is this? Orange. I don't know what color this is. Um, I know it's not gray or blue. It's bright. I have noticed and I've tried not to say much because I didn't want to like jinx it. Well, I got news for you. So. I ran out of shirts. So back to gray or blue tomorrow. Uh-oh. Unless I start over with the uh, Ford colored shirts that I have. Jesse's a brand new man. Maybe I'll just... Switch it up tomorrow and wear just a plain white t-shirt tomorrow. Oh. Is that an improvement? I don't know. I don't know if I've ever seen you in a white t-shirt. Oh, well, better go buy me a nice one tonight. Alrighty. Pickleball is the fastest growing sport in the United States. And we've seen pickleball courts popping up all over uh, the tri-state area. Mm-hmm. Jesse, you've been saying how badly you would like to learn to play because it's it's the new thing, right? Yeah, I feel like I've been left out. And I was like, oh gosh, if they're going to put a pickleball court everywhere... Time for me to learn. Learn how to play. And listener Andy found out about this. So he contacted us and said, come on out to Lifetime Fitness in Mason and I will teach you guys how to play pickleball. Yeah. Shout out to Andy and Joe. They both taught us. We did this like three weeks ago. Um, It's been busy since then, but we went out there. It was super early and we spent maybe like an hour. And it's the basics of pickleball that they taught us. And it's essentially, in my opinion, a combination of like ping pong and tennis and it's super low key because you were, Anna, you were like all concerned about it, right? I was freaking out because I'm very um, uncoordinated. I'm not good at sports. So I worried going into it, but I, I did pretty well. We both did, actually. I, I, I view pickleball as like one of those games that you play with your brothers and sisters. You know, like you, we had a ping pong table in the basement. Which is why you think that you maybe yeah. did all right. I mean, I played <laughs> ping pong a lot. But so it was me just playing at first and they were teaching me how to play but then Anna got brought out uh, to play with us. Who's my partner? Me. Oh, what? I played a lot of beer pong. (laughs) Well, no, isn't it you say if you played if you played pong? It wasn't beer pong. It was ping pong. I thought that she was going to have some... I, I don't know if you like somehow convinced yourself that you were going to be okay because you were proficient in beer pong. And I'm like, there's nothing yeah, but, going on with... You know what? It must have helped because I, I did. I was not as... I really wasn't bad. No, you did fine. I feel like we both were actually... It's fine. Somewhat... I don't want to say we were good, but we weren't bad. It's one of those, <laughs> like, if you're on vacation and your hotel has happens to have a pickleball court and you're... Like, let's just say you're killing time waiting for somebody to get ready for dinner. You go downstairs and you play for, like, 30 minutes or so. You're going to yeah. have a ton of fun. You don't even have to be that good at it. I wasn't that good. No, you don't. They said it's just a really social sport. So people yeah. from all people who are really good, and then there are people who it's their first time. But all right, if you want to learn a little bit more about it, we did a whole video about it. You can see how uncoordinated me and Anna both are <laughs> on our Instagram. Jesse and Anna's emotion of the day. This is how we wrap up our show. Take a look back on the day, on the show, and how we feel. And my emotion is actually, I'm, I'm looking forward to tomorrow, feeling a little overwhelmed already because I know when we get downtown to do our show live at the banks right across from the Freedom Center for Taygate, yeah. it is going to be pure chaos. Are you feeling overwhelmed about all like uh, Overwhelmed, but you know, that sounds negative, but overwhelmed in a good way. Uh, it's like an almost an excited feeling, but I just know how jam-packed it's going to be. And so I guess that makes me feel a little overwhelmed. Do you, do you see where I'm going with Maybe this? Maybe overstimulated. Maybe Overstimulated. Just, um, okay. Is that the word? Is that? I don't know. We're going to go with that. I know that there are going to be just thousands of people. I think, what are we expecting? Like over 
seventy thousand. I heard it people. over a million people. I'm like, are you so okay? <laughs> like overwhelmed? Can I use, can't take that word back? Because I think that's uh, I think that's the correct word. Um, it's gonna be wild downtown Taygate. It's going on both Friday and Saturday between noon and seven p.m. Just a huge Taylor Swift party before the concert. I'm feeling a little. My emotion today is. Um, I was actually gonna say I'm actually somewhat emotionless today. Um, oh I knew gosh. I knew this was gonna happen one of those days. Uh, but no, like I I I feel I guess the word I would use is unprepared. I feel like I'm unprepared for what's gonna happen tomorrow when we do our show down there because I feel like like we go out and do our show live randomly here and there, and I always feel like it goes well. Everything's great. Everything yeah. happens the way it should, and I feel like we're just gonna coast in tomorrow afternoon with no problems. And something tells me. It's not going to go smooth. Like something is going to go wrong when we get there. And it's going to be something simple. Like they forgot to give us a power cord. Like, like, oh, <laughs> don't say that. Oh, yeah. Don't jinx it. No, I'm just, um, I'm just saying it's a little naive on my part. I'm being yeah. a little ignorant with thinking everything's going to go great. But I am excited to see everybody that is excited to be down there. Oh, everyone's going to be dressed up. A lot of people that are coming to town from the surrounding areas. And asked me what I was going to wear tomorrow. And I told her, because all week I've been trying not to wear gray and blue oh shirts gosh. because apparently that's all I wear. Yeah. And I, so I've do, been doing it all week. Tomorrow, I'm going to wear a color I haven't worn yet. It's not even a color. It's a white shirt. Just We're going with white. You talk about the ultimate in neutral, okay. white. I know. And I'm excited for you trying out a new Thank color, you. if you want to call it that. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to put this in your ear. What you got? It is Taylor Swift. And Taylor Swift is all about like dressing up. Oh. Being fancy, oh, okay. colors, jewels, bedazzles, oh, glitter. glitter. I'm just going to put that in your ear. Wear your well, white if you want to wear your white, but I'm just putting that well, out that there. Well, that doesn't help so. because I don't know what the alternative is. I'm wearing a pink me. flowery dress. I've okay. got white boots. I'm like, I'm going all, all out. Right. I might put glitter on my face. Should uh, I bring the glitter for you? No. Is that what you want? I don't know. I'll bring it. I gotta go. I'm I now, got you. Now I'm Let's really, get out of here. Oh, oh, right. Now I'm overwhelmed. <laughs> <laughs> right. Hey, it's Jesse and Anna. Thank you for listening to our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, you can hit the subscribe button. You can listen to us anywhere you get your podcasts. And also, don't forget, we are live in Cincinnati weekdays from 3 to 7 Eastern. Stream us at B105.com.